0: Okay, welcome back everybody to the Link Duo. I have my host Adam across the table from me. How are you,
1: Adam? Good thanks, George. How are you going? We've
0: got two new guests on the show today. We've got Daniel, uh, our housemate, and my brother-in-law here, Jordan Maurer. How are you?
2: Yeah, good, good. How are we boys?
0: Ready to get into it, boys? Let's do it. Link us in (laughs) ads. Alright, welcome boys.
1: Welcome back for another episode, episode 6. Glad to be here. Starting to take off man. Yeah, moving forward, which is good to see. And this week we're talking with Dan and George all about being pastor's sons and the church and how they've been affected and um, growing up in the church. So it's going oh, really nice to be a really interesting talk. So boys, welcome. Are you excited?
3: Well, I'm
4: keen to share my story, I guess, and um, just like everyone else has in... The previous episodes which i have enjoyed heaps like you guys sound awesome and everyone else has as well
0: yeah nice so we have two loyal followers here yep yes, what's been your thoughts on the podcast so far boys
2: it's been good man it's just this has been good hearing everyone's stories and you know what they've got to share you know i've really been enjoying and just how you boys have been hitting different topics as well it's been it's been really good eh?
0: any standout ones or you you boys have any thoughts on some of them or
4: Oh, they were all pretty good so far. You can't really uh, single any of yep. them out. Yep. Um, I just really like the, the the concept behind it. The project's really cool, and I'm just actually excited for you guys in the long run, like whose who's stories you guys encounter and everything. Yeah.
0: Appreciate it. Um, Jordan, new to fatherhood, how's it been, man?
2: Oh, man, it's it's been the biggest blessing, eh? Love it, man. I any
0: challenges, think... any struggles,
2: or...? Yeah, yeah, big, big challenges, big struggles, man. Um, you know, just trying to balance the whole work life and fatherhood. And one, it's it's been tough, man. It's you know put a lot of pressure on my wife, um, you know, because I've been too busy focused on work and just not enough on family. And yeah, it's been my biggest struggle, man. But you know, we've been working through it, you know. And um, yeah, man, I couldn't recommend fatherhood anymore to anyone else, bro. It's the bomb. It really I'm
0: is. I'm jealous, eh? man. I'm jealous. What about yourself, Daniel? Finally accredited. Yeah Got accreditation it's, it's, it's this yeah. week or oh,
4: oh, Yeah Yeah I did go, I got the letter Um five years a teacher I yeah. took my time Doing the accreditation But uh, At least um, I didn't get too stressed out I never had one of those Meltdowns that they say You have as a teacher yeah. I've always kind of Just taken it easy Step nice. by step Never really tried to Make it too stressful for me But yeah. Now that I've got that Under my belt I kind of want to Upskill myself Yeah, nice. yeah 100% um, um, become a be- either a better teacher or a better person, at least, if that if the previous
0: doesn't work. Yeah,
1: yeah. nice. Really, that's what you want to yeah. do. You always want to be better. From fatherhood to a teacher, whatever you're doing, you want to better yourself in all areas of life. All right. <laughs> get all right, get let's, into it. All right, so this week we're talking about um, our topic is pastors' sons, in the church. So let's start out. Both of you um grown up uh, with fathers um, yep. as being pastors. So how... How have you um, felt with that? Has there only been expectations? How was your experience of being a son to a pastor?
4: Mm. Uh, I do get the question. I have received this question many times in my life. and Depending on which phase of my life I was, the answer was always different. Um, Today I can tell you that I really am blessed that I've had the experience of being a pastor's son. Yeah it's uh, it's an experience that not many people really have um, and uh i can look back and enjoy the experiences i've yep. had and um, but it, but the answer wasn't always like that you yeah. see. what yeah. do you mean by that oh well um, there was times <laughs> where i hated it i hated being a pastor's son and um uh, it goes it goes back to uh, my primary school days, where um, yep. I had I had people at people at school that would know who I was, and um, I guess there was sort of a st- stigma attached to being a PK. Yeah, and um, the teachers had expectations of you. The the, the moment you the went classmates to classmates or the peers had a, kind of a stereotype of you. Yeah, um, but the people who really knew you were either your friends mm-hmm. or foes yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> what about yourself george
2: what yeah. was your situation like no I, I was um you know i was really blessed you know um i was probably only about 13 or 14 when i actually stepped into being a pastor's kid yeah. um you know obviously dad started studying and um you know when he started studying i was really lucky hey eh? really lucky because he, he sat me and my my siblings down at the time and he just said to us he goes look you know there's gonna come a lot of expectations with the pastor's kid title yeah. and he goes you just got to understand that you know i don't want you to walk around you know thinking that you're the man you know he goes i want you to accept the troubles that you go through and you know just don't feel like there's any pressure to it you know so um and i was really blessed with that i got to walk with that and um you know but 100 percent man there was expectation <laughs> yeah. you know and um there was the expectation from the get-go when dad told <laughs> I, I remember we're at a family get-together and dad told the family that he was gonna start a, start a um, <laughs> study theology. And yeah. um, man, my a couple of my aunties came up to me and they're like, "Oh yeah, how does it feel to be a PK?" Bro, well, I had no idea what PK meant. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> is "Bubble that chewing gum still <laughs> around, <laughs> <man>? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a chewing gum. Thing heard that abbreviation,
4: the freshie. <laughs> I <laughs> was like juicy fruit better anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, I, and I was like, "What's a PK?" that's like pastor's kid. I was like, oh, okay. But, um, you know, yeah, definitely, definitely expectations there. Um, but, you know, I was just really lucky to have a father that was really open and honest yeah. m- with me about it all, yeah. and he just said, you know, don't walk around with a big head pretty much. Mm-hmm.
1: So what were those pressures and expectations put on you?
2: Man, definitely um, <laughs> definitely being sort of there in church, in Sabbath yeah. school, attending it all, um, you know you know th- those were the sort of expectations that they sort of put on you, know, you put on you yep. you know if if there was you know some sort of program there you you sort of had to be there you know you sort of had to be there yep. you know and you know I'd, from from my point of view it was more supporting my church and supporting you know my my father as the pastor mm. um you know it was never about the expectation you know mm. it's um yeah it was yeah
0: what <laughs> 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 about you Dan?
2: Um,
4: my dad became a pastor at a very early time in my life, I would have been five or six. Um, he was already a pastor back in Poland, um, for a year at a place called Sosnowiec. But when he, um, snuck through the East German to the West German border as, and got refugee status, um, running away from a communist government, um, he came to Australia and, um, and his his previous studies that he got at the seminary in Warsaw were not recognised here in Australia, so he had yep. to go to college and Start do again. theology all over again. And around that time, um, either in his second or first year, I was born. Um, and then my brothers were born towards the end of his studies. So he already had the qualifications uh, before we were even aware. Yeah. Um, but uh, early on in life, Dad was working at a, as a kitchen installer and and a blinds installer because uh, he didn't uh, he didn't um, he didn't get work straight away. Yeah, yeah. So funny enough, he actually ended up working for your grandma, Jordan. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, Sydney he blinds. Did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're from small world, lady. man. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, which is uh, which? A lot of sevies uh,
0: worked
4: works uh, at that at that. Um, at that company um, in, a, in our networks and um, then I remember after my first year in kindergarten at Doonside I was going to move down to Wollongong yeah. and the reason was because dad got got a post at, yeah, yep. um, at mm. the churches down on, on the south coast and that's when that's when my time as a pastor's kid first started yep. yeah
0: so the expectations were there yeah. From, they, from they, the get-go as well? or
4: They definitely were. And um, mum and dad always kind of prompted us to behave in a certain way in front yeah. Yeah, of yeah. people. Yeah. Um, they always did that from the start anyway, yeah. uh, being very conservative church members. But now that dad had a special position, it was even more important, yeah. I guess.
0: Where, so where did you guys feel like you felt the expectations come uh, more from? Was it your... Do you think it was your family, uh, family friends, or the oh, church? Or, or, yeah, the church, or even people in school. Do you guys did you feel in a more in a uh, another area than um, than others, or
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, for me, my, my my expectations came from uh, school at the time. Yep. Um, you know, I <laughs> I was at school. I wasn't probably the best behaved student. <laughs> 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 definitely wasn't, but. Um, you know, I distinctly remember, I mucked up one time and um, one of the teachers sat there and she goes, oh, I expected more from a, from a pastor's kid, yeah. you know, and that shook me that time because I was yeah. like, you know, <laughs> I'm just like any other kid, man, like, you know, what's, what's the difference between a pastor's kid yeah. and a kid, you know, so, yeah, school, school definitely was quite a heavy expectation while I was at school and um, it was a title that I hated, you know, and I was very much like Daniel, like you said before, you know, I, I started to hate being a pastor's kid and... Know, sort of started to dislike the thought of church just because of that expectation that was thrown upon me you know and the big question i asked was you know man i never asked to be a pastor's kid yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know uh, that was my dad's calling man that wasn't me
0: <laughs> i can back this guy up when he says he wasn't <laughs> the best kid because we went to church together yeah. when we were kids so yeah i heard this you uh, were saying yesterday i hated this guy so <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they look at me now i think even sister. jackie <laughs> did I think, you, I think even jackie said she yeah, she, she wasn't was. a fan of you no, she wasn't then years later, when they what started happened? dating, I was like, "Man, this
1: kid, are you serious?" So you are saying um, the Lord spoke to him and, and then then changed his attitude. <laughs>
0: and then, um, yeah, we met again, mm. and I was like, "I just saw a whole Big different change, person." Yeah. So, yeah. What about yourself, Dan? Where did you feel the um, expectations come from? Was it school? Was it your family or family no. friends or just everywhere? Well,
4: yeah, I, it depends on like what time it, it comes from. Yeah. Um it was definitely less from my family, though, than it was from everywhere else because family know who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, yeah. With you, they're with you 24-7 <laughs> most of the time. And, like, uh, my parents knew me as a kid. Like, yeah, yeah. they knew my faults and things like that. I'd get hidings for hitting my brothers after them calling me names or yeah. calling <laughs> them names back and things like that. They heard the language I would use at home and things like that. At the same time, I knew how my parents behaved yeah, yeah. Uh, behind closed doors at home <laughs> as well. So, uh, I just felt like we were a normal family. Yeah, you know, we're, we're not much different to everyone else. Yeah, um, it was so it always, came outside the family. It was always um, when we went to Sabbath school or the main services at church where it was time to put on a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and. Um, uh, if my parents didn't have to do that, I don't think they would have. Yeah. But there are people that look at you in a certain way, and they're ready to crucify you at your very yeah, first yeah. mistake. Yeah. And um, I didn't really realize that until I was a bit older because uh, when you're when you're young and careless, you, yeah, yeah, you just do whatever you you're, you're true to yourself. Yeah. It's uh, just later on you start uh, hearing who's spreading the rumors about the pastor's kids or yeah. pastor's yeah, yeah. family when they see something or hear something yeah. uh, that you may have said or whatever, you know? And um yeah, teachers with this um oh I expected more from pastor's kids. <laughs> like, uh, really? Like I, I agree with Jordan there, like uh, why why should we be different from anyone else?
0: You went to a public school as well, didn't you? Uh,
4: yeah. Did I you use my
0: final final three years of yeah. high school. Did you cop that in a public school, or was it mainly in the private system? It was
4: mainly in the private,
1: private yeah. system, yeah. 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 That's interesting. That's hard. Yeah. You, All right, you're oh, both sorry. teachers.
2: So I'll just jump on that question as well. Yeah. It's actually really interesting you say that, because yes. um, I went to a private school in my junior yeah. right, in primary mm-hmm. school uh, until year four, and then I went to a public school for four, five, and six, and I remember when I got to that public school, mm-hmm. um, I got transferred to this teacher's classroom. She was... Old bag, man. I, oh, bro, I, I didn't like her one bit, man. But We've all got those, you know. Public school, and she found out that I was religious, yeah, you yeah. know, bro. Not even joking. From that day forward, she she picked on me, man. As a, as a teacher, oh really? Yeah, bro. That's crazy. You know, but you know, I got picked on in the public school because of that, um, you know. But then, in when I moved, uh, I went to a religious school when I was in high school, and that was where the big expectations came from. So it was actually. Yeah. You know, quite interesting to see Mm. the differences between them both. Yeah.
1: Do you put us teachers now? Have you ever taught a pastor's kid?
2: Yep. Yeah, I have
4: actually.
1: Yeah, um, my first full-time year, um, I taught a pastor's kid, and did you put expectations on them, or did you just treat them as a normal? Um,
4: I had no expectations of him whatsoever, and he was probably one of my naughtiest kids. And (laughs) you know what? I didn't mind. There's a pattern. I'm starting (laughs) to see. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I gave this I gave this kid probably the most attentions that year but I probably also fed him the most. I yeah. shared my lunch with him and stuff. <laughs> so it was a it was an interesting
0: relationship. Yeah, yeah. But I never put that
4: label on him that he's a pastor's kid. So you think I, that's a I, he copped it from me when I didn't like his behaviour yeah, yeah. for the disrespect he gave me. But also I also awarded him and complimented him for I treated him
1: like yeah, yeah. I would want to be treated. So do like you think like that's him. a generational thing then? Like the whole of kid, like, like I know we're we're not millennials, what are we? Gen something Y, we're a bit older. X or Y, what? Yeah. Are, I don't know. But do you think the expectation and pressure comes from the older generation then?
2: I would think so. Yeah. Yes and no. Yeah. Um. You know, I think it's. I think there's that expectation there from from the younger generations too. Yeah. Um. But probably not nearly as vocal. Yeah. As the as the older generations, yeah. you know, just purely because, you know, you think back to the church these days is so different to how churches, you know, was back in those days as well. Yeah. You know, just, you know, you name a big one right now, it's, you know, the drums and the electric guitars in church. You know, oh, it yes. Was so frowned upon back in those <laughs> days, and it's still sort of frowned upon in some yeah. churches, but yeah. it's, you know, or it's, you know, very, um, very much used. Terrible English, but you yeah. know it's used so much <laughs> in the churches these days. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um You were talking about you know things that happen behind closed doors or in your private life, Dan. Before, yeah. Uh, like you knew what your family was like. Yeah. Um, my question is, was there ever a time you're sitting in a sermon of your your dad's and you're just thinking you're a hypocrite, man? <laughs> like, Actually, nah. Not really. No? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, funny enough, um, my dad's always been. Alright. Yeah. But um I have certain friends uh where well my 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 thing wasn't the hypocrite thing but sometimes dad used me or my brothers as an illustration. Oh. <laughs>
3: and that usually pissed me off. Too. <laughs>
2: Uh, for, for me, no, um, nope. you know, Dad was dad's never been a hypocrite up yeah. in front of the church, he's always been open and honest yeah. about it, you know, yeah. he'll tell the church that he gave me a hiding <laughs> <just because laughs> church, you know? That's what I mean, like, <laughs> like
0: they might be doing a sermon on like, you know, don't hit your kids, don't punish yeah. them. Like.
2: <laughs> nah, nah, that, that's very open and honest, that's, you know, what I love about him. <laughs> Alright,
0: then has there ever been a time where, he, well obviously for Daniel, he's throwing you under the bus, or
2: you guys? Um... No, to to be fair, no. No. Um, you know, yeah. we, whenever dad has needed to talk about us in his sermons, he's always asked us beforehand. Yeah. That's um, awesome, you know, because I'm, and you know, that's what I've really appreciated as well is he he's understood that, you know, if he talks about us at random, you know, they could embarrass us in yep. a way, yep. you know. So, he's he's been very open-minded in that aspect as well. So, it's, been, it's been really good, man. You know, really good. Yeah. That's good. No, he seems <laughs> he seems pretty chill like that, so. 100%. <laughs>
1: Yeah. All right. I know we've talked about it. Because I've, I've been – I know I go to a different church to or three of you. Um, and I've been involved in, like, the kids' ministry and everything. And always seen how the pastor's kid have a certain um, um, privilege around yeah. them. They can get away with everything. Because I know I got put in charge of, like, kids – and it's always the naughty kids. But it's usually – 50, 60% is always the pastor's kids, and they get away with everything they want.
3: Mm.
1: Were you guys like that? Like, were you just like, marking up or just feeling like you're privileged? I was
4: definitely on the opposite end of that because I know what you're talking about yeah. because I know fellow pastor's kids that were privileged yeah. in a way, but that depended what pastor's kids you were. All if right. you were, like, the conference president's kids or something, yeah, yeah. you were treated in a very different light to, say, uh, just a, an ethnic pastor from yep. a small church like myself. Yeah, like my, I'd be, I'd be um, disciplined much more than I probably should have been at yeah, times yeah. because of that. Like, I should know better. And sometimes I probably did, so yep. that was fair. But I don't think I was ever treated like... A privilege, yeah, yeah. Pastor, where I almost got away with. So something. it just depends on your parents' title, sometimes. Unfortunately, that's how I saw it. Yeah, maybe Jordan sees it differently, but like,
0: <laughs> can I can so I just say, I <laughs> you, can I say for Jordan, man, he was a little shit, but way before his dad was a pastor, because <laughs> like, your dad, when I I think when I first met you, so I don't think it's the title for Jordan. In Jordan's case, you
3: know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was always. A <laughs> <laughs> Because your dad was, I think, when we first met you guys, you, your dad was running Stratfield Car yeah. Audios at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we just we just moved
2: up from Sydney, and um, he came to manage um, Stratfield Car Radio. So, yeah. Yeah, is, is that that shop where you get phones and audio? Yeah, uh, yeah, On they the used to sell sell everything, car, yeah. car, everything, car audio, yeah, yeah. everything.
4: I think I got my first prepaid phone from Stratfield. I don't know. Sorry, <laughs> no,
2: I <was laughs> didn't
0: mean to, buddy. But I, I don't think for Jordan's case it was the past. So, but. Uh, I
2: don't know if Nah never, you know, I was <laughs> I, I was never treated differently. Yeah. Um but I I know like Daniel, I know exactly what you're talking about, you know, and um that. and to be fair, I think it was more just based upon, you know, the people that were treating them differently. Yeah, like yeah. it was more just oh I need to I need to suck up to the pastor type yeah. thing, you know, I need to get in the good books type thing. So um yeah.
0: Did you have people like that that would treat you guys differently to try and get in the good books with you? Your dad's or anything, or?
2: Yes. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. The, oh, man, I had big suck-ups, man. <laughs> but, you know, the the good thing was, um, you know, just that communication between my dad and myself at that time. You know, when when these people were sort of coming in and trying to do all that stuff, You know, I was, what, 17? Yeah. 16, 17, around that that time. So yeah. I was very open-minded and understanding of what they were doing. Yeah. Um, but the communication between dad and myself, you know, it was... It was really good to have that there because he was just, you know, oh, just, just be careful of this, just be careful of yeah, this, yeah. you know, and they're going to come this way and he goes, you know. I learned a lot of my lessons that way as well. So yeah. it was it was really good. Loved it.
0: Did you ever feel that, Daniel, or people uh, would treat you differently uh, trying to get in the good books with your, your dad? or?
4: Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't think I got it as much as my mum did, eh? um Oh, really? People would, like, slyly approach mum and oh. yep. My mum had a bit of a thicker accent than dad yeah, yeah. Did. So they were like, oh, it's, uh, she's foreign, she doesn't understand as much. We can get yeah, information yeah. out of her if we need to. Mm. But uh, I did experience um, people sucking up to me and with an agenda, I think, to just have something to throw at us eventually. Yeah. Um, maybe I would have given information away, maybe I maybe I didn't. Like, yep. um, I'm not sure. At times I might have, though. But you only figure that out uh, later on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, so all right, I have another one with being past as a kid. Did you miss out on anything?
2: <laughs>
1: like, because I know. Well, I, I know we have played. Everyone's played sport and all that. <laughs> but.
2: Yeah. No. No. I, definitely. I. Um. You know, I I missed out on footy. Yeah. I, I wanted to. I wanted to play football. Um. And then, unfortunately for me, I, I started playing footy when I was 17. Um, yeah, so late, but late bloomer. Yeah, late bloomer. But, you know, there's actually a really cool story behind as to why I was allowed to play, you know. Um, back, back then, you know, my father had the, the real big mindset of, you know, whatever I did as a kid sort of made him look bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he would get that, get sort of get that shame understanding of it or. Um, but, you know, I remember the, the senior pastor at the time um, found out that I was trying to play football. I don't know, actually don't know how he found out. Yeah. And um, one church service one day, we had the church service and then I uh, called one of my mates, picked me up from church. I played just, I was really lucky, played footy just down the road from church. So yeah. picked me up I went to church that Saturday afternoon. And the senior pastor went up to dad because dad stayed there and dad said he wasn't going to come watch me. And the senior pastor said to him, he goes, what are you doing? was like oh i'm just gonna stay here for the church you know this is what i'm doing my yeah. studying the senior pastor just sat there and he goes you know in my history i've lost my son you know and there was um a big story behind why that happened but yeah really quick story behind that he didn't go help his son change a tire because it was on the sabbath and the mm-hmm. son has never really forgiven him since then yeah wow. and so wow. he said to my dad he goes it's not worth it go support your son go love your son and um it was really cool just to to have that there you know and that's when i started you know started playing i was 17 18 at the time so yeah. dad dad sat me down after that and he gave me the the opportunity to decide for myself yeah awesome and um you know that's sort of when i started to play on saturday but yeah, yeah. I, I definitely missed out on sports a whole heap of sports yeah. friends birthday parties as well mm. was a big one you know a lot of the times they have birthday parties on saturdays and yeah. you get invited to it, but because of saturday we couldn't go yeah, yeah. um you know yeah. You did miss out on a fair bit, yeah.
0: When yeah. you played footy, was there ever a guilt in the back of your mind about you know playing footy on a Saturday or? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. When I started, yes, um, big guilt in the back of my mind, yeah. and um, you know, although I loved the game, you know, I re- nearly did quit a fair few yeah. times. Yeah. Um, just that pressure and that guilt in the back of my mind, yeah.
0: What about yourself, Dan?
3: Well,
4: well um,
0: anything th- you ever felt like you missed out on or opportunities?
4: Yeah, I would have liked to have played some sort of sport yeah. that. Did sometimes land on a Saturday, yep. not always, but it would.
0: Because yeah, um, I know you're a football man or soccer. Yeah, grassroots.
4: Uh, yeah. Grassroots soccer is always on Saturdays. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I definitely missed out on that. Uh, thankfully, we did have a, a church-run soccer league comp from eleven years of age, um, and my brothers played it when they were eight or nine as well. Yeah. Um, which was on Sundays. It was. It was nothing major, but like. It was just uh, everyone who rocks up, puts on a puts on a coloured shirt. Yeah, and yeah. Um, They play against each other in teams. And yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm. Uh, came a little bit late for me though. Yeah. Um, but at a time where I already kind of like decided to myself that I don't think I'm ever really gonna play a sport. Yeah. Like I'll always just play for fun if anything. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, parents. Parents. Uh got me into playing, like, badminton and table tennis and uh, stuff like that. Big boys yeah. sports, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so Just, uh, like, uh, non-team sports where we could play anytime we wanted yeah, to yeah. as yeah. well. Um, so I did miss out on that, but uh, I was more of a creative anyway, so um, parents really pushed me to be musical, and um, they supported my... They supported my... Um, my passion for arts, arts and, um, arts and illustration and things mm.
1: like that. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, so was, um, your pre- parents put pressure on you not to do anything on the Sabbath?
4: Oh, yeah. Um, being, as I mentioned before, very conservative, people tend to be very, um, uh, very legalistic at the yeah, same yeah. time, so, um, those mistakes have been made and, funny enough, um, Something that Jordan just said about uh, the other pastor that um, encouraged his dad to watch him play for yeah. There are so many pastors' sons that do leave the church, um, due to that, and it's not because they don't believe, but the, the relationship between yeah. them, their family members has gone it's like it's 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 fizzled, you know, yeah, yeah. Yep. because of certain certain things of church duties like getting the in the way.
1: You had a A senior pastor talk to your dad about hey encouraging him to go, but has there been like pastors or people in the church saying, "Oh, your child shouldn't be doing this on the Sabbath"? Um, really disappointing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember I was um the one year uh, when I was playing footy. uh, We played first grade. Um, you know, it was my first year at this club, and um, we we made the grand final that year. Yeah, and um, the grand final was on a Saturday. Yeah. And I was wrestling with it all week. You know, my, my coach, who was a really good coach, you know, he sat there and he sat me and my cousin down and he said, "Look, I'm going to give you guys all the way up until kickoff to decide." Yeah. Um, and so when when the head pastor of the church I was at at the time found out, he he sort of gave gave me a book, and it wasn't just any form of book; it was a thick book about the Sabbath. And so that, that was a little bit discouraging for yeah. me um, at that time um, but yeah, you know that's that was sort of the only time and I, I don't know if he was trying to discourage me I don't yeah. think he was when I look back at it now. I think he was more just trying to get me to a edu- little bit more educated around yeah, it yeah. you know to make a bit more of an educated decision around why I was doing it don't just fold to you know the you know the boys at the club trying to pressure me in because yeah, yeah. You know. You know we've got those combinations we've got that chemistry as a team and you know and you know so yeah that was that was the one time for me when yep. a pastor was ever really sort of sat there and you know sort of tried to stop me in a way yeah, yeah. you know playing yeah
1: what yeah. about you Dan? has there ever been time oh, so many times yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um usually usually um my brother's met yep. usually drew much more attention to themselves yeah, yeah. than I did.
0: <laughs> I was I was the I was the quiet one. Yeah. Um They're a bit more carefree, I've noticed your brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're free spirit. They're they a little bit loose
4: <clears throat> yeah. or a little bit more loose than yep. me when it came to like even attending church. Yep. So but I but I would like hear a lot of um hear a lot of accusations my parents would get just based on what my brothers would be doing and from what i saw my brothers weren't really trying to be bad or anything they were just yeah trying yeah. to enjoy themselves and the way the way the way they learn about god yeah. is different yeah. to that's it what I would learn as well like um they had a different tel- uh, set of talents and skills to me yeah, yeah. Uh, they were a little bit more uh energetic than me yeah. and definitely uh, more extroverted than me. Yeah,
0: yeah. Going on from that, I've just thought of something. Um, you two are both the older kids of your family, right? Yes. You, yeah, you felt, yep. um, you guys f- ever feel like there was more pressure on you guys as the older kids than
2: your younger siblings? Or yeah, you 100% feel like were, it was shared across the whole? No, nah, no, nah, there's, you know, big, uh, big shout out to all the eldest in the families, man, <laughs> because honestly, seriously, like there's... As 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 a culture, I've found that we, we seem to just put so much pressure on them, yeah. you know, as yeah. the eldest and, um, you know, there there was a lot of pressure, you know, and especially if you're from a, you know, a cultured ethnic background, um, you know, you, you get that pressure even more, yeah. you know, because you have to do well, you have to do this. If you do this, yeah. then your siblings are going to aim higher. And so, um, yeah, big time, man, being the eldest, yeah. It, yeah. you know, hit me hard. I love it when the middle ones think they're the ones that, I've, that I have it hard. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: j- just his face right now.
1: No, not happy. Mm. Just cow. in the what background cooking no. us dinner. <laughs> what about, um? how did your, I know you can't really speak for them, but were your younger siblings <coughs> treated differently? Like, and have different thoughts on the church?
2: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, I, I can speak on one of my little brothers' behalf. Yeah. Um, you know, he's 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 fought with the church for a while um because of the judgments that have come from it. Yeah. Um and he's the type where once he's made his mind up, man, that that's it. Yeah. it's it's a struggle to to change his thought pattern. It's a struggle to um. Headstrong. You know, yeah, exactly right. Very headstrong. Um, you know, so e- even you know, even at school, uh, I remember the teacher sitting there sort of holding him to a pedestal because of the fact that, one, he's a pastor's kid, but yeah. two, because, you know, they're holding him to a pedestal because I was his older brother and went oh, through yeah, just yeah. before him yeah. as yeah. well, you know, like, so, yeah, 100%, man, yeah.
1: Like, I, I reckon that would be hard, like, because everyone gets treated differently, mm, but will. if you're, like, if you come through, like you are saying, you came through first, then they're Expectations were on you, but then just followed down the line.
3: Mm. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, yeah, my brothers aren't in church today mainly because of the way that they may have been judged or treated yeah, yeah. in a certain way, just because of who their father was. Yeah, mm. and um look, uh, I was I was actually talking to someone earlier this week about my brothers. They're like, oh, you gotta you gotta show them, show them the Bible and stuff. I'm like, no, I don't have to show them the Bible. They know everything yeah, there yeah, is yeah. to know through the bible they've they've been raised up just like me their biblical knowledge is probably second to no one yeah Yeah, yeah. like one thing with pks is that like no matter what our grades were at a christian school yeah the biblical studies was always like up there because we we knew our stuff was it (laughs) (laughs) i failed bible in high school bro (laughs) well you had a late start (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, like my brothers, they don't need to be told about yeah. like all these theological things. They know this stuff. Yeah. I think what they lost was something else, and um, uh, that is the the relationship part of the with church God yeah. and, and the relationship part with the church. Yeah. They missed out on that, and yeah, um, yeah and that's the hard part. You uh, know, that's that's probably what's going to win them over rather than the biblical truth. Yeah, give them a Bible.
0: Know. Say, hey, here's the Bible. Just read <laughs> the Bible. Uh, going on that, was there ever a time that any of you Always felt like, you know, um, I want to step away from the church or, uh, church or thought about, you know, just giving it a rest or just, yeah, completely giving it up.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Um, I did a, a fair few times. But for me, when I look back at it, um, on my life, I, I think I wanted to leave the church just because I was hurting in every other area of my life. Yeah. Um, and one small thing, you know, would happen at church and small, one small thing that I just didn't like about it, I would sort of just walk away as mm-hmm. such as well. Um, you know, that, that I, I was very, very well supported and had that open communication with my parents when it came to church and any church issues mm. as well. Um, and we, we were also very blessed and lucky to go to a, a lot of really good churches with a yeah. lot of really good people as yep. well, which, you know, a lot of really good... Um, age groups as well around my age group around my siblings age group yep. um so going to those churches it was it was quite good um you know being there being supported and all of that as well yeah i think just yeah it was mainly because of what was happening in my outside life and my identity crisis that i had yeah. around that time as well hm
3: yeah
4: um me yes as well and that actually started during my um during my teenage phase and i think Everyone goes through an identity crisis of some sort. Uh, I was talking at 17 that I I wouldn't be in the church um, for much longer, Uh, yet somehow I always just stayed up. Um, There was always something that kept me in the church, and I look back now and I'm pretty thankful for that. Uh, Everything that I did want that was outside of the church turned out to be not worth pursuing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm pretty grateful for that. It was just uh, my selfishness and at, at that time and I guess um, instant gratification, which I was seek- seeking for, that uh, that made me want to leave the church. But then I take a little look outside and feel what it's like and um, nothing beats having a connection with God. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 100%. And, um, church, does, church won't get you closer to God, but... It will be a more likely place for you to meet like-minded people. Yep. Yep. Not all of them are like yep. that. Like yep. there are a lot of ratbags in church yep. that yeah. will, that are just, um, uh, that are just uh, hypocritical. But um, Jesus died for them too, yeah, yep. and maybe one day they'll, uh, they'll they'll change their ways as well. But church is that place you want to be at because uh, it it will it will. Grow your relationship yeah. with God, and like I can, I can with a smile on my face now. I can uh, look back and say, um, like the people that that confront you at church today and that are judging you today, yeah, may not be at church tomorrow. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like there's so many people I've um, I thought were uh, more godly than me, uh, double quotation marks, yeah. Yeah. um, and that uh, had the audacity to judge me. Yet I'm still
0: here. They're not. And um,
4: that's a testimony for itself. Yep. So
0: all those factors that you guys have talked about, do you guys have any other thoughts on why, not just our church, but you know, maybe Christianity in general, why people are put off the church or feel like they get driven out? Do you guys have an opinion on that or some thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I think it's more just based around people's understanding. Of it, you know, I, uh, you know, I'm a big sports fanatic, and you simply just got to go off what's happening in the in the social media right now around yeah. rugby league and uh, Israel Folau. Yeah, you know, them not letting him in because he had a an opinion yeah. based around it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's um, every everyone understands things differently. Yeah, you know, and when when certain people read certain Bible verses or you know or scriptures or anything like that, and you know they sort of understand it in one way, and then they come across someone else that sees it differently, yeah, yeah. you know, that's when the judgment starts, that's yeah. when the attacking starts. And, um, you know, I just think, you know, everyone's got to be open-minded. It's, yeah. you know, this world is for growing. It's got to be a growth mindset rather than, you know, just a stable, stuck-in-one-spot yeah. mindset.
0: Yeah. Because um, yeah. I feel like that's a major... Problem in in the world we live today is, is clash of religions and it's, mm. it's based on your religion, your beliefs, your backgrounds. That's uh, even in political, you know, politics, and, and stuff yep. like that. It's all these um, religious issues that are a yeah. major, yeah, concerns. Or mm. yeah. So, Daniel, what are your thoughts? What do you? What's your view on people's um, opinions of Christianity uh, and the church and yeah. religion in general?
4: Uh, the fact that it's like dwindling or not. not yeah, as like why people,
0: you know getting put off or why people want to leave the church or don't want to even experience it or what are your thoughts on it? Oh, I, I recently um, spoke at church about the Good Samaritan
4: yeah. and um, I reckon what a lot of people see from the outside of our Christian church today, yeah. they see too many priests and Levites who walk past the wounded man and didn't help him, self-professed followers of of Jesus yeah. that do not act like Jesus would and m- misrepresent Jesus, yeah. people that are people that are only in it for themselves uh, and to, to to uplift themselves rather than rather than help the people that are in need. Yeah. Um, not enough good Samaritans are seen in our church, and mm. that's the sad reality. Mm. Uh, even those who do have good intentions, uh, they might just be afraid to be doing the right thing and taking care of people where I see headlines now of other religions and even um, non-religious organisations getting so many applause mm. for for doing things for the community when uh, the, the Christian churches Enjoying even though that they still do it they don't mm. do it with, with, with yeah. as much
0: um, authenticity you, you feel like they take advantage of things sometimes like the, the churches mm. um, like for you know monetary gain have you ever seen those like
4: Oh, I have yep. um,
0: I have heard stories You think that's another factor our, as well?
4: Within our church where um, where pastors genuinely wanted to help a community. I know about um an elder pastor who while well, he worked in Canada yep. uh on a Christmas Eve he wanted to bring the homeless into a church to yep. keep them warm because it was going to be a record freezing yep. night. Yeah. Uh but he had to get permission from his conference. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately the conference people turned his request down and said like look we don't want the church to stink mm.
3: yeah. But how
4: how much better how much of a better um look would the church have yeah, if yeah. they did accept yeah. if they did accept that request yeah. and had those homeless people in in the halls and of the church just to keep these homeless people warm. I think this was in Toronto. Yeah this happened and um this this pastor can never Forget that, which is why this pastor I know worked for um, our our nonprofit yeah, organization yeah.
0: later on, and my dad got to know him yeah. because they did some counselling yeah. together yeah. for the community. Because yeah. I know it's happened in the mainly in the Islander churches where mm. um, it's happened uh, at a church when we were younger. We used to have a big um, Pacific Islander community. We used to get together, and yep. it, was, it was a great church. I remember as a kid, we used to have so much fun, but. Um, yeah, family. It fell apart because they found out the the pastor was actually stealing from the earnings of the offerings. Yeah. Mm. So um, I find that's another reason why people get put off because the selfishness, mm. yeah. in the church at times as well.
2: Mm. Yeah. yeah, you you do find in some churches yeah. how they sort of think that they're above everyone yeah. you know, yeah. because they do go to church, yeah. and um, you know, it's there's a big thing in everyone's mind that you know if you go to church, you sort of have to be fixed. You have to be you know, perfect, but it's just like, you know, the sooner people really start to understand that, man, only the the broken people come to church. Yeah, You know, it's, you know, the broken people come to, you know, find sanctuary in an area that other people, other broken people yeah. can sort of come and support and just find sanctuary in the love of, you know, the love of Jesus. Yep. Yeah. You know, and just understanding a little bit more behind it as well. So, um, you know, it's... Yeah, it's just crazy just how little things are just taken in the wrong way and, you know, people sort of hold it against the church, yeah. you know, and then you look at it, you know, you go back to the, the monetary thing that you were talking about, mm. you know, it, it happens in one church and all of a yeah. sudden people seem to think it's every church that yeah, does yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, you know, I really don't think that's fair, Yeah, you know, on it. just because we call ourselves a church doesn't mean that the people running the church, the board, yeah. the pastor, all of the congregation, doesn't mean they're the same. Yeah know everywhere else yeah. type thing as well it's um it's and
1: yeah I'd, and i find like it's only the big churches that because i go to a big church i'll yeah. say i go to a big church yeah. um i find that they're the churches that get really persecuted a lot though mm. because the media attacks them because you don't really hear the media attacking the small churches because yep. they, don't, they don't have any um material um gains or anything but yeah, if yeah. you attack a big church yeah. and put them off that's going to affect mm people so but i want to with Un- back unfo- with the unfortunately when a big church does get attacked the
4: small ones do suffer yeah as well they, as they well, do yeah. because they're under that umbrella mm. so like uh people just don't want anything to do with christianity yeah when a certain church has um has um sex scandals and yeah, yeah. Uh, monetary yeah, yeah. Th-
1: monetary things and things like that yeah i want to bring back the israel flower um because i find that really interesting mm. that Somebody who's spoken their beliefs uh, is not allowed to play. Um, well, he's allowed to play, but he's not allowed to come back in and play top-level mm. grade. But then we have different people who, um, like then just mentioned, like sexual assault, domestic violence and all that, they're allowed to play. Mm. What are your, Do you think faith is targeted more compared to those things?
2: Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh I think in this case, I think it was the way that he came out about it. Yeah. You know, and I think everyone's gotta remember as well he did it on social media. Mm. So there's no emotion behind him writing it. Yeah. So everyone's gonna take it differently. Yeah. You know, so I think I I I really don't think the, the rugby league, the NRL has an issue with it. I think it's more just about the way that he's gone about it. Yeah. Um and voiced his opinion. Yeah. Um yeah. Because in my mind, far out, man. Let him play. You want the
1: best on the
0: field. Yeah, the yeah. Broncos need you, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or the Knights. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, what, what Israel Fallout expressed is probably no different to what some Muslim athletes yeah. believe. Yeah. Um, they believe probably exactly the same thing as him. But they just don't um, mention it. They may have not mentioned it, but guaranteed they think the same are they gonna sack mo salah from liverpool just because no. he has the same belief as uh izzy falau no um not. he still plays football but yeah. he's entitled to his opinion um yeah izzy may have went uh arrogantly about it but also i think he might have also felt com- convicted to yeah. share that because in christianity we believe in a spirit of evangelism where we uh, reach out to people and even though the message that Izzy used wasn't probably the first ideal yeah. motto I would use if I wanted to share Jesus, yeah. I would I would share first that God loves you, whether yeah. you are gay, straight, yeah. or whatever. First, first of all, John three sixteen always says, "For God so loved the world." And yeah. the world is everyone. The world is everyone, no right? matter what. No matter what.
1: Yeah. So, do you so, reckon more athletes should um, be open about their faith? And just part I think they're pretty open because you see a lot of the
0: Pacific Islander players they've formed prayer circles and stuff yeah. after the, israel for and even the you see the Fijian national team, yeah, their song that they sing before and after games, like the media loves it, yeah so I, I think it's
2: pretty openly shared I think it's more just got to be more based around their actions, mm. yeah you know yeah. and don't use your words, man, because people can twist and. Do all of that. But yeah, you yeah. know, you see your press circle, how's the media supposed to, you know, Touch turn that, that. into yeah, an issue yeah. type thing, you know? Yeah. I think it's more major more more just based around the actions than yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'd spin this around and let's take ourselves back to maybe the nineteen fifties. Yeah. We do something these days where we show the rainbow <laughs> colours um to show our support for the LGBTI yeah, community yeah. in sports. Yeah. Imagine if uh a star that truly believed in that showed that in the nineteen fifties um, to support the 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 gay community, they'd be just as badly treated as Izzy Falao in the fifties yeah. by Christians. Yeah. Mm. Um so I don't think the problem is what people believe in or what people are tending to believe in, but how we treat people that have a different view to us. Yeah. Uh, I I've heard so many people say that they don't agree with Izzy Falau. Um but they would still allow him to play, and yeah. I think that's the right yeah. idea to go about it. Yeah. And the reason why the the reason why that bias um, towards the gay community has grown so much is because there has been more of a tolerance towards yeah, yeah. it. And um, no matter what you believe, I think you should always respect freedom of speech. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Back then, the Christian community made a mistake of um, of not allowing. Uh, people that were attracted to the same sex, to to have to be limited, yeah. they 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 ostracized them. I think the Christian community is just getting back what they started, yeah. in a in a sense. True. As yeah. as much as I still support and I love Izzy Falau for yeah. for
0: voicing his opinion, yeah. I don't actually disagree with him. So you just think it's a late consequence. That's but, but it's
4: but it's a late consequence yeah. and. Um, I think one of your guests before yeah. spoke about this that of this pendulum effect. Yeah, that uh, Toby. Yeah, it's yeah. it's either left or or right. Yeah, and um, it's 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 funny when the tables turn. Mm. Uh, we show that we're exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. even yeah. if we believe different things. Yeah, mm. if we're passionate about something, we will. We will uh, fight for it. Yeah, like in a very <laughs> vicious manner sometimes, and we just need to take a chill pill sometimes. and go, hey, wait, these people weren't raised like I yeah, was. Yeah. I might have had, I might have been raised in the church. These people, maybe never even heard of Jesus. Uh, in America, they yeah. say the 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 community in Hollywood only know. Jesus as the person who mows their lawns and stuff because of the Mexicans oh. named <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> but they've never heard of Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. like uh, it's all about perspective in this matter. I reckon is he he deserves a bit of uh, lenience? Yeah. Um, but so did so did people back then? Yeah. In, yeah. in 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 our history that unfor- uh, that that were that were gay. Yeah and were were thrown out of institutions just because of their sexual orientation yep. which shouldn't be anyone's business really yeah, yeah. should it should should being gay make you a worse architect a worse no. engineer a worse teacher i don't think so
0: no like no way <laughs> this is a question for everyone around the table yeah um i've worked in different places and i've come across different um yeah uh, different people from different walks of life, not knowing that I'm I'm a Christian. But when I've told them I'm a yeah. Christian, they sort of their reactions were weird. Do you, have you guys ever experienced that where no one knew, you know, that you were a pastor's son or that you were, you know, a the Christian con- as the well? Like, yeah, goes yeah, it changes. Yeah. <laughs> have
1: you got any of you guys have ever experienced that? You think yeah. about sport? Yeah. Like, I've grown up playing sport, and I was the opposite. Um, the old kid out because I went to a Christian school. Yeah. I was treated differently just because of where I went to school. Yeah, yep. So I was always because so I went to church, yeah. um, but and I had if I had games on a Sunday, I'd still go to my games. Yeah. But yeah, I was always the odd one out because of my faith. Yeah. I was always treated differently. Yeah, mm.
2: yeah no, definitely I was. Um, you know, things definitely got awkward as soon as they figured out that I was. <laughs> I was a pastor's kid or I was a church goer, yep. you know? Um, you know, a fair few times I would sit there and I was just chatting with people and, you know, it would somehow come up and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, bro, yeah. you're not the type of person I'd think to be a Christian. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know, and I sort of, in my head I was like, what the heck? Like, does, does, a, does a Christian have a certain persona, a <laughs> certain characteristics yeah. that you have to show? Yeah. Um, or is that sort of like, I've always questioned is that sort of what the church sort of tries to put on is it is yeah. it like a fake side of you know what we're trying to put on um, yeah. you know so yeah definitely but you know I've also had the flip side as well where you know that year when I was talking about before when we made the grand final and um, I ended up deciding not to play um, but my whole team you know they sat there and um, they sat there and they said to me they're going you know what you know we we will never understand you know this decision that you've mm-hmm. made but you know, we're gonna we're gonna respect you and respect the decision that you've made as well. So that was a really cool side of it as well. Hearing yeah. you know just boys that knew nothing about church, just being able to respect yeah. that side of life as well. That was so cool. I love that.
4: Did? Yeah. Um, yeah. You, know, you definitely get ghosted on dating apps when <laughs> <laughs> you <at> you're not Christian, or <laughs> well,
0: more likely. Uh, you get the Ho- hopefully score. not still now no, 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 not <laughs> uh,
4: but uh yeah in any conversation i think it it changes it for the better like yeah, jordan yeah. just mentioned or it um slows it down and i guess they start acting a little bit more careful about what they say to you yeah um uh with the soccer team i played for a few seasons um when they found out I was pretty religious and went to church, uh, yeah. they didn't really believe it because I still laughed at the same jokes as they yeah. did. Yeah. They did the same yeah. stuff as they did as well.
0: Yeah. At the end of the day, we're normal
4: guys. Normal people. And then after they found out I was from church and I outdid them on their jokes, yeah. and I'm going, this is the guy that goes to <laughs> church. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, my quiet response would be, yeah, see, yeah. that's why I need Jesus, you <laughs> know? Yeah. With that, yeah. um, in those situations, has your faith brought people to church? Like from sporting fields to your friends? Have, that, have you had instances say, hey, can you talk us about Jesus, talk us about the faith?
2: Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, um, out of all my footy experiences, I've had um, two. Yeah, two of the boys um, come through the church with me. Um, just sort of ask a couple more questions, and it was really cool because the the times when I was able to really sort of share with them and get them to attend church was when was when they were struggling the most. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, I just remember just just inviting them, and they were they were so open to come along, and it was really cool. You know, you know, I still. I still chat with one of them, and to be fair, I only just started chatting with him fairly recently. Um, again, after so long, but, yeah. you know, we started chatting. And it was like we've we never let go, yeah, yeah. You know, type thing. But, yeah, no, definitely I've, I've had a couple of instances and plenty of questions about it, yeah. um, but more, too, that have really taken taken that step um, to just ask more questions and in-depth and actually come to church with me as well. So yeah. it was pretty cool, though.
1: Dan?
4: Yeah, I never promote my faith as it's like, like it's the last... Lifeline for the last, <laughs> yeah, yeah. last uh, lifeboat to jump on before they drowned off on a sinking ship, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think that's the right way to do it. And we all know people that are like that, I reckon. Yeah. Um, but I've had people, uh, even on my football team, well, soccer team, um, on an end of season, three points, we hired a beach <laughs> house and um, it was a Friday night. I was doing shenanigans and stuff with yep. the boys, and things like that, playing poker with them or whatever. And um, the next day, I decided I wanted to go to church, and uh, uh, one of my mates actually wanted to come <laughs> with me.
1: I've heard <laughs> and, this, it was, yeah. and it was so funny
4: because, like, uh, we came, we come in, and um, we're doing the Bible study, and then uh, I'm just like quietly like agreeing yeah. with things, and he starts speaking <laughs> to, to this congregation. It starts to te- it starts telling about what we came to do on the weekends and what we were doing the night before, and I'm just <laughs> like, oh, sure, "Shush, just be quiet." <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want these people to think that. Yeah. Like, anyway, but like that's that's all it was. And then I've had um, um their partners also talk to me about my faith and things like that. Yep. But what what all my mates are like about me is that I don't try push shit on them. Yeah. Mm, uh, yeah. only if they have something to ask or or um or or if they're interested, yeah. I'm still willing to tell them then. But I never try to advertise it. Yeah, sure. I will cancel plans because I I've got church on Saturday and, yeah. and they they respect that. But other than that they don't they don't get angry at, at me for for being a bit different. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think uh, we should be the same as well. We should just be patient. Were you guys ever embarrassed of
0: like if your friends were talking about what they're doing on the weekend you're like oh well, high school going, for to, sure. going yeah. to church yeah. like but these days I'm to me it's just a normal thing if I say I'm going to church it's yeah it's I'm comfortable in saying it, mm-hmm. but I knew back in school friends would be like, "Oh, what are you doing on the weekend? you just yeah. have to try and I'll be honest, I used to make things up
4: or I, yeah. well, yeah. I would just give my Sunday highlights and not. Anything else yeah. like just the highlights of my non-church activities in yeah, yeah. the weekends, yeah. instead of my church activities, which included like yeah, Friday night youth meetings, yeah, yeah. And things like that, yeah. or Friday Friday night youth meetings or Bible studies became oh just chilled with some friends, yeah. <laughs> even though they were really my friends, they were just people who <laughs> I studied yeah. the Bible with, you know. Yeah. Um, thankfully, they are my friends, yeah. but but in 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 other cases, uh, it was just all, you know, just chill with my friends. I knew, I I started figuring out, like, that in high school, uh, Friday night was, like, a party night, and you weren't a part of that Mm. cool circle of uh, school kids if you weren't at those parties. Yeah. Yeah. If those cool kids asked you what you were doing, uh, all right, like, I'm not going to tell them that I'm a Christian. Yeah. I don't want them to look at me like I'm wearing Crocs or something, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Because that's what what Christianity was looked at as, um...
0: When you w- in a public high school, um, yeah,
3: it's true.
0: <laughs> Did what about yourself, Ed? Um, Did you ever hide it as a kid?
1: I was pretty open. Yeah. because um, I know I had youth group on. Like we played like cricket in the summer. Yeah. It was Friday, Saturday night, and I had youth on Friday, and I always my coach knew I could play to six thirty. That I had to go, yeah, no matter what, because I always said that commitment. So we start at four, go. To I play like two and a half, like in my innings and yep. half the other innings that I leave. Yep. I was pretty open, um, but even playing like soccer, it's pretty open about it. So I was always yep. being honest. I don't hide it. Yeah. But I reckon getting to uni, yeah, um, even coming down to Sydney, because um, I didn't know many people. Yep. I knew I met Jordan and stuff. Yeah. But when I was living in Sydney. Because I, live like, I lived in Balkan Hills mm. and most weekends I went back home. But I didn't really, was that open? Mm. Like I always went because that's my thing. Saturday was kids church yep. in the morning. Sundays was Sunday night church sure. and that was it. That was my Sunday. Saturday, because I'm opposite, Saturday was my thing to do whatever I wanted. Yep. But yeah, I didn't really tell anyone because that was just my thing. Yep. I'm not that open with anything, but yeah.
2: What about you, George? Yeah, no, nah, I used to try and hide it in high yeah. school. <laughs> I used to try and hide it until people found out that I was a pastor's kid, and yeah. after that, bro, it was, oh, yeah, how was church? How was church? I was, what church, man? I didn't go to church. <laughs> <in the weekend." laughs> but, um, yeah, but I'm the exact same these days, man. It's like, what are you up to on the weekend? Bro, church, man. Just going to hit up church and then kick back. So it was. Um, I think it was more just around that, just that typical high school stuff yeah. where you're just worried about your identity, worried about what people think of you, and you just want them to like you, so you just – Sort of lie, make up stories, yeah. or you yeah. know, extend the truth just just a little bit, yeah. you know, to <laughs> for them to like. you, yeah. yeah,
4: you have a preference of the way you want to be seen, yeah, yeah as mm. opposed to the reality. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. So these days, both of you, you know, you're fairly consistent uh, with going to church. Mm. Um, how's your it How has your attitudes changed from when you were younger to now? And what was the reason you attended church as a, as kids were? Was it because your parents made you go and and what's your reason now for going?
2: Yeah, well um, when I was younger it was definitely because my parents went. Yeah. You know, I sort of had um had, sort of had no choice to yep. go. Um you know, which is which is fair enough. You know, I <laughs> wouldn't necessarily want to have left myself when I was, you know, eight, nine, ten yep. by myself at home, um, type of things. So um, Sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> How has your attitude
0: changed from uh, being a kid to now, and um, what's your reasons for attending now?
2: Yeah, it's, it's it's just more today. It's you know it's my choice to go. Yeah. Um. You know, I've I've chosen for obviously specific reasons yeah. to go to church and yep. take my family to church. Yeah. Um. You know, whereas back in the days it was you know purely just because I had to go. Yeah. Um. You know, and. You know, those, those reasons and that, that reasoning for going to church is purely based around my experiences, you know, with the church yep, yep. and, um, you know, the times that I've really won with church and the yep. times I've also lost in life. Um, but, you know, just being, being brought up in the church, it's, um, you know, sort of really opened my eyes yep. to, you know, to the things of the Bible and, you know, having a father that has been just really open with it all as well yeah. has re- really helped me yep. to keep me in the church till, till today. You know, to the point where I don't feel that I have to go, you know, if yeah. you know, shucks if, if I'm tired on a Saturday morning I'm not gonna go because it's just church, you know, I'm yeah. just gonna kick back, you yeah. know. Whereas yeah. you know, I would dare say a couple of years ago, if I was tired, I would still force myself to go to church yeah. because it just felt like I had to go.
0: Yeah. It was more um, of a chore, you felt? Yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Right. Yeah. What about yourself, Dan? What's your reason? What how what was your attitude like going to church as a as a child or as a teenager to your attitude now, like what's your reason now for attending church more consistently?
4: Yeah, well, when I was young and um, and a teenager, it was definitely because that's just the way it was. It was who I was. I was a pastor's kid. Yeah, I had to go. Um, I had to go support my father and my mother in their ministry yep. to other people. And, um, and that was that, and I knew that if I didn't go, it would um, it would hurt my parents, and that's something I didn't want to do. Yeah. But it wasn't. It, I didn't. If I had it my way, I probably would probably would prefer a Saturday sleep in or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And um and maybe playing some video games at home or whatever um, when I was younger, uh, but I didn't have that, and um. It changed when I grew up, uh, where when my mum passed away, I stopped going to church consistently. Yeah. Um, but I started I, uh, I started um, missing church, and uh, a big part of that was because I worked at a Christian school, I think. Um,
3: if I worked
4: in a different system, I probably would have not... And not went back to church because, I um, work. The blessing of um working at an independent Christian yeah, school yep. is that you always have that connection. You pray with the kids and yep. things like that, and that made me think about a lot of things. Um, especially because I was discouraged a lot at school, being a PK. Um, a lot of a lot of the 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 scars, the spiritual scars I had, were from that school system. Yeah. So working in it really changed my perspective on Mm. things, and I realised that a lot of the things that hurt me were just my immaturity um, rather than anything else. And I realised that God's always been there for me. He's always looked out for me. And um, even despite the the people that may have turned me off from church, Mm. God's still there at church with me as well, and... um, Church is not just a place where we get ministered to. Mm. We also minister to others yeah. at yeah. church as well. Yeah. And maybe if you know that, that there are people that are a bit out of whack at church or something, mm. that's more of a reason for you as a believer to go to church. Yeah. Yeah. Because you need to show those people who are soul searching that there are genuine people mm. in the church. Yeah. And thankfully during my time there were genuine people in my church too who were like a pillars of faith for me. And I missed those people, yep. and, um, which is the reason why I still go to the church yep. that I was baptised at today. Um, I, 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 for for a long time, I didn't want to go back to that church because it just reminded me of the times when my mum was alive. Yep. Yeah, yeah, And um, it was a grievance or a grieving procedure. But once, uh, once I kind of got the mechanism Mechanisms to cope with that. Yeah, I went back and I'm I'm loving the church that yeah. I'm an me- active member at now. Yeah. yeah, and um, there's nothing like it. It it it's a good experience, and um, thankfully, uh, even my girlfriend enjoys going to church with yeah. me sometimes as well. Yeah. And yeah. I'm I'm loving that. Yeah,
1: because that's one thing <laughs> I do love about church. Yes, it's about um your relationship and your faith with God but it's the community you build. Like if you don't have that community around you in a church, you're not going to thrive. That's why I feel like that's such an important part of churches these days, that community-based.
4: Yeah. yeah, well, um, the Bible itself does talk about the fastest time period that the early Christian church grew was during those ancient Roman times. The reason why a lot of people were joining that church was not because uh, they realised god was real even though they did that they did realize that yeah. Yeah. anyway but it was the love that the christians had for each other it yeah. was genuine and i think that was that was the evidence that they served to god that was real they served to god with with purpose and um, they were radical about it as well yeah because god was real to them they were genuine in all of their actions for the cause as well When people see people looking out for each other, it's it's a beautiful thing, and everyone wants to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah.
0: definitely. Um, Yeah, because I don't know about you guys, but with the school we're at, I think if I wasn't here now, I wouldn't be enjoying teaching as much as I am now. Yeah, I I think the foundation of Christianity at our school really helps with one hundred percent. Yeah, with um, just for me, my well being as well. Um, it's definitely brought me back closer with God because, yeah. for a moment there, I felt like I was drifting off, and and if yeah. it wasn't for this school, I probably on my last prac I would have thrown teaching out the window. Yeah. So wow. it was definitely coming to this school and visiting the kids. On I took a day off last year, <laughs> and yeah, just <laughs> got me over the line. Okay. So yeah, but I'm I'm glad I'm here, and I believe God brought me here. So
4: and um, yeah. when you think about it, like. We're not that kind of stereotypical pious church that everyone oh, no imagines well, our no. Christian private school to be.
0: Yeah,
4: I think we're, our interactions are pretty normal. Most most of our students are
2: not Christians. Yeah, it's a
1: low low percentage of Christians um, at our yeah. school.
2: I think it's like 80 percent non-Christian, 20 yeah. percent Christian, which is crazy.
4: And look, we 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 do. I'll be honest. We do have that hope that one day our students will yeah. have a genuine relationship with Jesus. But yep. even if they don't, um. It's just such a good culture we uphold. Yeah. Uh, at the at the school we work at, and you
1: know what? You don't know what we say, what we do, how our actions might affect them today, yeah. next yeah. week, or a couple of years time. Like they can look back and say, "Hey, that moment in like a P.C.G. class with Mister. Maurer. Yeah. Could just be like, "Hey, I remember." That was the seed that was planted. All the turtles to water it. Yeah. Something
4: else might water it. Something
1: else That's might it. Yeah. feed
4: it. And like. Every seed grows at a different pace as well. Like mm. I was saying that um, during a Bible study recently. Like not everyone's bamboo shoots, which yeah. grow really quickly, mm. as opposed to an oak tree, yep. yeah. which takes takes some time. You yeah. know, or all, all of all those plants have their benefits and yeah. things yeah. like yeah. that. But yeah, each seed is different.
0: What about you, George? Do you reckon you could see yourself at another school? That's not.
2: Uh, else at the moment um yeah yeah i definitely could um yeah but it would have to be a uh a juvenile detention center yeah. um i've always said to my wife i said you know it's when i leave this school i don't know if i could go to any other any other school yep. you know if if i was to leave this school and juvenile detention center was out of the picture i'd probably i probably would just go to a public school in all yep. honesty yep. because i just feel like you know each school has their differences. Each school has their struggles. Yep. Um, but, you know, I just love being able to work with students that, that allow you to help them, you know, in a way where it's, um, I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain, but I just yeah. just love working at a school where you can just help, yep. you know, yeah. whether, it, whether they know, whether they don't know, whether they like it, whether they don't like yep. it, yep. you know, just being able to do something for them and support them in a way that, they really sort of don't get in their every, everyday life. Yeah. Um, you know, outside of school, you know, that's that's what I'd love to do, you know, so. Mm.
4: Yeah, it's good. it's good that in our school we have a lot of genuine s- staff, mm. um, uh, leadership that looks out for us as well. Yeah, and uh, they're all really good. Yeah.
1: All right, I have one. I don't know how many Jordan's got left, but what about advice for s- students, for PK kids, for past kids, or just Christians, uh, children who are teenagers and stuff who are Christians, what advice would you give them? Like, at the moment, if you were, if you could go back in time um, to when you were 16, 17, for when you were being growing up in church, if you had to have give, like, two bits of advice about being a pastor's kid or just being a Christian uh, in a school, what would two pieces of advice be? Because
4: right. um,
2: advice can get taken all.
1: Way.
4: True. <laughs> Either way, you know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, for me, it'd be um, number one is um, you know, as a Christian or pastor's kid, don't don't walk around and think that your shit don't stink. Yeah. Mm. Because you know, we're all humans. Yeah. You know, we're all humans at the yeah. end of the day. It's you know, we're, we're not above everyone, anyone else. Yeah. We're all along the same line. You know. Um, you know. My second piece of advice to them would just be, you know, you gotta. You've got to understand that you're human so yeah. you, you never asked to be a pastor's yeah. kid you didn't ask for this if you had asked for it then yeah. you know <laughs> sure you know but we didn't we, we yeah. literally had yeah. no choice yeah. in that decision so you know don't don't get too down about what people are thinking about you because at the end of the day this was never on you yeah. this decision you know you were you were given that title so yeah that, that'd be my pieces dance.
4: Um, Even just one. Some some addit- some, <laughs> some additional advice I'd give on top of what Jordan said because yep. it's pretty good. Um, find time to have those difficult conversations with your parents as a pastor's yeah. kid. I think it's important that you you are honest and true to yourself yep. in front of your parents. So at home, uh, start those con- those harder conversations off with mum and dad. Yeah. Um, you might mu- you might be surprised with what your parents actually say. Um, yeah. Mine, mine, definitely uh, surprised me at a few times. Uh, Mum and dad, and um, the conversations I had with them, my brothers, all of our, all, all five of us together, uh, about certain things, and um, yeah, definitely make time to have those conversations. With yeah. them. tell them how you feel. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. as 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 a kid that's in your position as well your your parents your parents deserve to know um how their jobs make you make you look at yourself yeah, yeah. as well and our second word of advice is try not to be affected by what the outside friendship circles think of you yeah. when they know that you're a, you're a pastor's kid especially those who are in the church the ones that I, I've gotten along so much better with friends outside of uh, outside of church because
3: they don't really know what a
4: pastor yep. is and things like that, and yep. I love that. Yep. At, at the same time, God wants God God wants everyone to be in the church and things like that. But yeah. in, in this sense, it's good. It's good that um, with friends outside the church, they don't have that that expectation of you yeah. or that stereotype of yeah. you. And um, don't worry about the stereotype that they have. You can just um, take that time to explain to them that, like, look, we're no different to you. Yeah. Uh, my dad might have this, this job and this big responsibility, but we're not perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've just got one last question for the, for the segment. This can be – you can answer this too, Ads. Um, being raised in a more spiritual household, how has it benefited your lives today? And what lessons have you taken into your own lives or your own household? Like, Jordan, you have a family now. Um, what? How do you think it's benefited your life? And are there any lessons that you, you've taken and implemented in your own household with you and Jackie and Jamira?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, the biggest lesson that I can take away and add into my family with being brought up in a spiritual household is that y- you've always got to work at it. You know, it's, um, you know, with... With anything that you do, you've always got to work at it. It's not yeah. just going to come straight away, you know. With, with the understanding of you know Jesus and understanding of the relationship that you have with him, you've just you've got to you've got to work at it. You know, it's you know just like any other relationship in life. If you don't work at it, then it, it's going to dwindle away. You know, you're not going to be finding joy in it because you're just going to be static and staying still. Yeah. You know, I've I've really tried to adapt that into. It's in my family. um, And I do hope that, you know, Jamira is able to take that on board one day. You know, it's just that you've got to work at it. You you may never be someone's first pick or second pick, but that Mm. doesn't matter. You know, you just got to continue working at it. You got to do you at the end of the day. And, you know, if you focus on yourself, focus on your goals, your dreams, you're going to get there. You know, and just, you know, one big thing I love about this, I I was looking on Instagram the other day and there was a quote and it said, you know, set your own goals, achieve your own goals clap for yourself. Yeah, that's awesome like that. Because the rest of the world doesn't matter as long no, as you know that you've gotten there, you know. Mm. That's that's the biggest thing, that's the best thing about it. So That's
4: cool. You need to be
2: happy about what you do. You're not trying to
3: make a
4: show for,
0: for yeah. other people, eh? What yeah. about yourself Dan What growing up in a, you know, a Christian home, mm-hmm. a spiritual home. Uh what lessons have you taken and how how do you think it's benefited your life?
4: Probably the most important lesson I've learned being raised a Christian is that this life isn't
3: isn't everything
4: um in what we believe as Christians that um there is a life after this that is eternal um is the amazing thing and um no matter how many mistakes you make here and things like that there is still that hope um and it's never too late to turn your life around to, to be true to who you are and um to recognize uh, God as
1: as the master of our universe. Yep. Ads, um, Probably
3: two,
1: um, one, <coughs> one that Mum's always brought to me and Sarah. Yeah, is that it's not a one day a week thing. because mm-hmm. um, I know I slide off and I say things to... Well, growing up, I said stuff to Sarah that would get me in trouble. Yep. I wouldn't. Mm. Sometimes I'd skip church go. I was going through, like, rough times. But mum was like, church is not just a Sunday. Yeah. It's not just a Saturday. Yeah. It's a consistent thing. And, like, mm. that's one thing I really loved about. Because um, one of my mentors, Aaron, he gave us a uh, bracelet that says, um, stand firm in Christ. And yeah. I I still have that in my room. Mm. But, yeah, no matter what your actions speak, louder. I know I'm very, sometimes I might say something, especially, like, on the golf course. Like my actions need to uh, represent what I believe. So yep. yeah, one one of them was just twenty four seven. It's not a one day a week thing, and just be open, yep. mm. like open to communicating, open to discussion about it. Because you always have to learn. Yeah, a lot of people may not
4: understand what I what I said, but um, yeah, we got to be open. Yeah. To yeah, about it too. They they may have not been raised with the same sort yep. of teachings and values as us, yep. but what I can assure uh, me and you guys could probably do that uh, the beliefs that we have give us so much inner peace about yeah. ourselves mm. as well. And there's nothing on earth that can replace that yeah. that amazing feeling, especially if you like in the worries and anxieties that yeah. everyone faces today in an uncertain world. We yep. have that certainty through God.
1: Yeah, like I know, like growing up, I got. Like, due to my size, like, I was always a skinny kid, but I always got picked on due to my size. Yep. But that's one thing, like, mum said, like, no matter what, you're always going to be loved from, like, from her, but also yep. you don't have to, like, from, like, God, you don't have to worry about everyone else. Everyone else. That's
0: it. So, yeah. Nice. And, you, and you, George? Me? Yeah. Uh, for me, the lessons I learned was definitely to be more open-minded about things. Yeah. Um And... From a, I guess spiritual side, is and from, from going to church and things, is just learning not to conform to yeah. everyone's expectations. You know, yeah. um, making your own decisions. You know, going with your gut feeling on things too. Like if you know a thousand people can say one certain thing, but if you don't like tell you to do a certain thing, but if yeah. you feel like it's not the right thing, you don't have to agree with those yeah. those people. So just and. I guess taking a risk too is what I've learned too. Mm.
1: Um,
4: yeah, there's a famous saying: if a million people believe a foolish thing, yeah, it's still a foolish yeah. thing. Oh yeah. And uh, I forgot the exact person who said that, but the popularity of an idea does not make the idea any better mm. than it really is. You know. Yeah. Anyway.
1: <laughs> no, All right. That was awesome. I really yeah. um want to say big thanks to. George and Dan to actually have a chat about this conversation because you know what? That's what we're here to do. We're here to let people have a voice about certain topics yeah. and just hear what your thoughts are.
0: Yeah, honestly, loved having you guys on today. Good um, cool, man. Thank you. Definitely yeah. it's been in the works. Yeah. I know we've discussed it, but yeah. it's
4: it's and good to finally and maybe in the future I would like to hear what someone's life was like. Yeah. Um that was maybe a bit on the opposite end of playing yeah, hundred yeah. yes. percent. Yeah. Like if if um, if you don't if you think God is uh, just bollocks or something, yeah. yeah hop on, like, come Tell and us. come and come on, Link you I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Like, um, we 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 may not understand your side, yeah, yeah, of, of things, and yeah. you might be ridiculing what we might have said. But like, yeah. I'm just curious to hear what. To, to hear
0: what you guys have to say So right. jump on board it's Definitely good to get opportunity a f-
1: there, <laughs> yeah. I know I've mentioned like We've mentioned these guys before So it's good to get your voice yeah. <laughs> On the podcast <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright let's finish up here um, So we started a new Thing I guess we do Before we finish yeah. up <laughs> I don't know what we call it yet But um, We've got start, bench, cut Start, bench, cut Right yep. <laughs> um, So this is for both of you guys This one We'll start with um, We'll start with Daniel all right, so this one: start, bench, cut. Uh, duos in the NBA. You got okay. Kobe and Shaq, MJ and Pippen, and then you got um, Parker, Tony Parker, and Tim Duncan. Oh, you know how much I love or Tim Duncan. Or <laughs> d- multiple championships in all yeah. those du- uh, those three duos. Who would you who would you start? Who would you bench? Who would you cut? So Kobe and Shaq, I'd probably
4: cut. Yeah. Reason Why? is because I knew that at the time they played together, they didn't like each other. Yeah. yeah. You don't really want that from your team. No chemistry. Yeah. Or, or even if there is good. I still feel like up there, man. Um Must <laughs> something.
0: Yeah.
4: MJ and Pippen, I'd probably play. Like yeah. So start. Start. Yep. yep. To this day, people like everyone knows MJ's awesome, but yeah. to this day, no one knows just how underrated. Pippin, yeah. was, yep. and it's actually quite scary to think like, um, <laughs> if if uh, if if Scotty had a lot to do with all those all those yeah. championships the Bulls won, yep. as well, yep. um, and I bench. Um, Tony Parker and Tim Duncan, but I love those two yeah. players. Yeah. I especially love um, the coach of the San Antonio Spurs. Pop. Greg, Greg Popovich is it's one of my favourite it. all-time basketball coaches.
1: Yeah. He won't stop. I reckon they're so
0: underrated too, those two yeah. huh?
2: like, What do you reckon, George? Start yeah. bench cut. Yeah, man, for me, I'm, I'm starting Kobe and uh, Shaq. Oh. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not just saying it because I'm a Lakers boy. <laughs> um, you know, shucks. Shaq never went to the gym. You know, and yet they still <laughs> dominated during that time. You know, that, that's so, a fair you know, point. You know, so I'm I'm starting those 2 Um I'm benching Jordan, Jordan, and uh, Pippen, and um, yeah, I'm cutting Parker and Duncan. No, yeah. there's no, no no real reason between it. Um, yeah. you know, shucks, when um Tim Duncan, man, like we were talking about the other day, mate, that guy's resume is it's so nice, man. Him, man. Yeah, you know, um, you know, no real reason, just yeah. you know, yeah, what a player, yeah, yeah. What about uh, yourself, Ed? This one's for you
1: too. Uh, Alright, MJ, Jordan, I start. Yep. I'm not... M- oh.
4: MJ and Pippen. <laughs> yeah. M- MJ and Pippen.
1: Yeah. Um, then it'll be Bench, Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. Then Duncan and Parker. That my, um, that's mine. Yeah. What about you? You know what? I'm going to give
0: Parker and Duncan, man. They're going to be on my bench. Ah,
4: oh, so same
0: and as me. Yeah. MJ and Pippen Gotta start no, that. You can't man So be- you're the same as me yeah. <laughs> Double three Pete Oh yeah, yeah. But you then know, again Would there be a Michael Jordan Without Pippen too Probably that's not too, so. I reckon not But yeah that, that's what i do Okay next yeah. one's For you personally <laughs> All um, right. Dance Alright uh, Stockton Donovan Mitchell And Ingles Start Bench cut wow. oh.
3: This is your team This is your team
0: <laughs>
4: Start Donovan Yep. Mitchell. Yep. bench Stockton. Yeah, oh. sorry, Joe. I love you. I love <laughs> you, Jingles. I know you just got this. <laughs> I have to cut <laughs> in. I love. I love Joe Ingles. Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, for an Aussie to be yeah. such a prominent yeah. number six six man yeah. in a in an NBA team that's actually performing really well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right, that is that's amazing. You know what the 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 day that Joe Ingles signed for the Jazz, I was following it. I never thought that he'd stay there longer than two seasons, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But he out he outlasted some big names yeah. that have played with us. We had George Hill during that time yeah. as well. We had uh, De- uh Diego Rubio as well. Yeah. Some 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 he's decent names, household yeah. NBA names. Yeah. Yeah. names. Yeah, yeah, And Joe Ingles has stuck with the Jazz for a long, long yeah. time with them, and he's just been brilliant. At, at times, he was the leading three scorer and things like yeah. that. So. Yeah, got to love jingles too, but sorry, bro, got to cut you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, George, this is your one. New South Wales halves. Ooh. you got Joey Johns, Cleary, and Freddie.
2: Oh, bro. <laughs> man, you, you're starting Joey, man. There's there's no doubt about that. Yep. Um, in all honesty, I'd be benching Cleary, cutting Freddie. Yep. Just just purely because Freddie was good. Yep. Um, but I really didn't grow up in that generation yep. of watching him play, whereas Cleary, yep. man, that guy is just... I reckon he's on the pathway to being one of the best the yeah. games ever seen, man. Seriously. Like yeah. he, he's gonna go close to Joey Johns if he keeps this up. Yep. You know, injury free, the way he looks out look um, you know, commands his team around, yeah. how he runs his team. Yep. You know, it's it's amazing. It really is.
0: Yep. Okay, back to you, Dance. Alright. <laughs> Dad, Adrian Jono.
3: <gasps> oh <laughs> <laughs> Wow.
1: This is so hard. Wow. Oh. Well, let's, let's just apologize right
0: now. <laughs> I'm trying to get him to listen to the podcast. So hopefully hopefully I listen now. All right. Uh,
4: <laughs> I love my dad. I can't bench him or I cut him. Yep. I have to play dad. Yeah, Bench Jono <laughs> Sorry, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Poor Adrian.
1: Sorry, I, I, I love them both. I love them Alright, both. Nice.
0: All right, here we go, George. You ready? <laughs> this is where you might uppercut me. Okay, here we go. So, you got your new beautiful niece, Myla, Vienna, Jamira. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm um, just my aunties,
3: mother. I
1: just want to apologise right now.
0: Listen closely, Mick, Sam, Jackie, <laughs> wow. Jalen, oh. Katie.
1: This is um, pressure. Here we go. Oh,
2: bro. This is <laughs> Oh man! All right, you know I'm um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'll, I'll start. Oh, far out, man! All right, I'll I'll start Mila. I'll bench <laughs> I'll bench Vienna, and I'll come I'll <laughs> oh, No, no, no! Hit hear, hear me out! Hear my reasoning! Here we oh, here go, go! Here we okay, go! I can hear my reasoning. Because is my daughter, my daughter, and she's now I'm gonna love her no matter what. Okay, so that's my <laughs> <reason>. <laughs> even if she doesn't make the team. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, I can't. I honestly,
1: I was not expecting that one.
2: Yeah, guys, just remember, um, you know, your your uncle made that
1: one up for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll just go. Right, um, we got. All right, we just had the NBA Finals come out um, with mm-hmm. the re- awards, and I want to go through them, and you have to choose who wins it. Alright, so this is from everyone So we'll start with coaches So it's the Utah Jazz um, Coach, Quinn Snyder The Knicks Tom, I can't say his last name
3: What
4: is it? Uh, Tom Tom Fibotto
1: the French, French Canadian French name. guy, awesome And the Suns Monty Monty Williams Who wins?
2: I'm giving it to the Knicks coach, man you know, seeing where they've come from with yep. the board that they've had, man. And Knicks
1: have been a mess in the last yeah.
2: few seasons. it's hard. It's yeah. yeah. decade. But this, the Suns coach, man, he deserves it too, mm. man. They're, they've been amazing. But I'm, I'm giving it to the Knicks yeah. coach. That's who I'm giving it to. Go on. Mine's very I'll, biased.
0: I'll give it to the Knicks because I feel like it's, more, it's yep. been more Chris Paul for the Suns yeah. that have brought that team together. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah, I agree. I'm,
4: I'm very biased. It's obvious who I'm going to pick. <laughs> yeah. Coach Q... Has done an amazing job yeah. for years, and it's great like to finally see him get some recognition, getting that recognition yeah. for it. But at the same time, that that is um that is not uh, throwing shade at the job that these two other coaches yeah, have yeah. done. Like I said, uh, New York were, were a very uncoachable team in the last few seasons, losing losing yeah. coaches, yeah, um, yeah. change change of ch- uh, change of board members and things like that. And it's it, that's the richest NBA organization in the world yeah. in the world it's like yeah. um, they yeah, it's Madison, Madison Square, 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 Gardens, Square Garden. Gardens is going to go off uh, Bruce told me this um, the guy that does our sport basketball yeah. the American fella. Um, he, he he said like uh, look Nicks Nicks are going to be that team if they make it past round one they've already yeah. sold out they the are the first two rounds New first York, York rounds, is yeah. going to go off And yeah. I, I'd love to see that yeah. You yeah. would love to see yeah, um, well That's amazing okay. Donovan Donovan Mitchell Is a New Yorker himself yeah. he, he was a, As a boy He supported the Knicks And yeah. I wouldn't Be surprised If, if I saw went, Donovan yeah. Play for the Knicks
0: One yeah. day as well yeah. It'd be bigger than A New Year celebration I Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yes, They sir. love their
4: basketball yeah. there. Um, they got that guy Spike Lee The director yeah. Yeah. Um, He's the director Of the Five Bloods yeah. uh, He's also an Arsenal supporter um, Thierry, Thierry Henry, when he played for the New York the Red Titans Bulls, <laughs> Thierry Henry would sit with Spike Lee yep. to watch games at the Knicks Madison Square Gardens yep. to, to watch those Knicks games. And the Suns, Arizona is like a nowhere place, you know, like it's a retiree hotspot. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, yep. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, uh, the players that, that are there and yep. uh, wonderful
1: coaching Alright. there too. If I'd you haven't
0: it. figured it out now, Daniel's a walking encyclopedia on anything.
1: <laughs> <big> time, eh? <laughs> All right. Defensive player of the year. You have Utah Jazz, Rudy Gobert, <coughs> Golden State Warriors, Draymond Green, and Philly, 76ers, Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. That's tough. I, like, I watched Draymond Green yesterday. He put he had AD's number. For somebody who's smaller than AD.
2: Well, He kept AD to four points, didn't he? Yep. Football. is you know, that Yeah bro cool. he, It was something Small like that bro Like yeah, I've, Honestly I haven't been watching Too much NBA But yeah. You know I've I've got to give it to Draymond You know Just Not just based off that performance He's always been a really good Defensive oh, yeah. player Always yeah. has been And you know, And yeah.
1: he's the first NBA player Who has more um, More rebounds And assists Than points And yeah. steals Like
3: It's good eh It's almost
0: um, What's his name Rodman Yeah that's He's like the next Rodman. <laughs> like no points, but his rebounds and yeah. his defense, man. It was yeah. crazy. I'll um, Oscar Simmons, uh, hey? just there's been a massive improvement in um Philly this year. Yeah. And I think their de- defense, like I think the that pressure off is off for Simmons to, you know, shoot those yeah, yeah. threes or whatever it is people were bagging him for yeah. last year. Um, I think he's focused on you know what he's good at, like his defense and his um, his assists and things yep. like that, because they've got the players there that can shoot <laughs> yeah, and whatnot now, yep. and I think that's why they're doing a lot better this year. So, yep. I'll go Simmons for defensive player.
4: Dad? I'd trade Rudy for Draymond Green in a heartbeat. So, <laughs> Draymond Green for me. He's yep. just been consistent. Yep. Um, oh, he's been shown up a few times by attack by great attacking players, but. But you think about the team he has as well. Yeah, um, Drummond's has been awesome. Yeah. Um, can't get better than him. Um, but that's that's not saying anything bad about yeah. Rudy or Ben. Both both phenomenal players
1: in their own right as well. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll go Simmons. Um. <laughs> yeah. Just gonna put it out there, <laughs> And he's an Aussie, yeah. um, and he's a Bombers supporter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> From um. Sixth man, Jordan Clarkson from Utah, Joe Ingles, Aussie from Utah, or Derek Rose? Sixth man of the year. That's tough. but Rose is back in New York too, so... He's been, you know what, he's been calving up though at been. the Knicks, so I'd,
4: I'd go Rose. I've had a soft spot for Rose ever since he won that MVP when he was 21. Yeah, yeah. Um, just injury. Like, right, look, uh, Bulls may have broke my heart when I was a Jazz supporter as a kid, but like it was it was so good to see like there was a hopeful like young gun ready to take on LeBron when LeBron won his, was in his prime at uh, Miami. Um you know what? I I'd, I'd give it to Rose too, but like Jordan Clarkson has been amazing as well. Yeah. So I think Jordan Clarkson for me.
0: I'm going to go Rose. Hmm. He's like, um, was it last year in Minnesota? He put those massive numbers. Like, he's still yeah. Yeah. Um, defying the odds. Like, when ev- mm. everyone counts him out, he, he just comes back and... Yeah. Um, you see rebounds, yeah. He I'd just understand comes back and, Yeah. as well. so yeah. All, all the
4: Filipinos Rose, yeah. will be voting for Jordan <laughs> Glaxon there because <laughs> he's half Filipino.
2: And yeah, and so <laughs> I was a big fan of him at the Bulls too, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I'm the same. I'm Derek Rose. Um, yeah. I think he's been amazing this year. You know, been traded to a couple of teams. Yeah. Um, but, you know, wherever he's gone, he's just been yep. back to his prime, you know. I love it. I love
4: the fact that two of those players are Jazz players as <laughs> of well. Course <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. Shows how good we
1: are. <laughs> um, most improved, Jeremiah Grant from Detroit Pistons. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. from the Nuggets. And the Knicks, Julius
2: Randle. Julius Randle, man. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah.
1: I don't really know too much about Porter and
0: Grant, but... Yeah. I've been hearing really a lot about um Randall. about Randall. So yeah, he's been mm. coming up. i have got him as well. Um, yeah. Rookie,
1: we'll go straight to rookie. Um, Anthony Edwards, uh, harlow Halliburton from the Kings, and Lamelo Ball. Oh, you know mine. It's so hard, man, because
2: all the all the media's been on Lamelo. Yeah, but Edwards Edwards has yeah. been. I was,
0: yeah. I was actually, you know, I said Lamelo this afternoon. Yeah. I think yeah, Edwards. I'm leaning towards him now more because he's played.
1: Think about it. He's played the whole season. He's been consistent. Yeah. Lamelo's played really well. Don't get me wrong, but he's had, he had about a form, month or two out. He's
4: a Timberwolves
2: guy. He's yeah. that guy that's yeah. been.
4: He's been doing good. He even beat the Jazz.
2: Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll go Edwards, man. Purely yeah. because yeah. Lamelo Ball was out for a little bit with his injured hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's sort of, well, that's sort of. It's, it's definitely going to come into understanding when you come voting for this type of stuff. Yeah.
1: You know? mm. All right, final one, the big one, the MVP. So you got Joel Bead from the 76ers, Nicholas Jokic from Denver Nuggets, and Steph Curry from Golden State.
2: You know, th- the saddest thing about this is that Jokic is actually up top. He is. He's, he's, he's number one. He's, he's been number one for a while. Yeah. And he's a good player, Nikola. Oh yeah, you know I'm not trying to talk down the fact that he's a good player. He's not a good player, but you know what? I'm I'm actually going to stick with Jokic because Jamal Murray's out, isn't he? Is he still injured or is he back? He's out for the season. Yeah, Yeah. so I'm going to stick with Jokic. How would you say his name? Jokic, Jokic, Jokic. Serbian bloke. Purely because you know it's Jamal Murray's not there to handle the team and take charge anymore. He's got to do that as the veteran, as the as the leader of the team. So yeah. You know, I've been saying it almost, I think on almost every podcast. Yeah,
3: first <laughs> Curry, man. Yep.
0: Um, yeah, just with what he has to work with around him. He's just no Batman. Yeah. He's the Batman to no
1: one's <laughs> Robin. Killing
0: it. Yeah, he's killing it. I, n- I know Jokic is, um, he's the absolute favourite to take it out. Mm. He probably will take it out. Yeah. But Good yeah, on him. for me, Curry is my MVP. Yep. Mm.
4: Yeah, If I had to sign either of those players, I'd still go Curry. So Curry, all the
0: yeah.
3: way
4: yeah. When he came back, uh, they, you could see the difference yeah.
0: that, that, that,
4: that the Warriors
0: missed. Yeah, even yeah. when they had Durant and that. Yeah. When Curry wasn't there, like, the way they played was different. Yeah.
1: yeah. And you think about it, I, um, I saw something the other day um in the finals when they had KD. Yeah. KD never had, was never, uh, what is it, like, when two people guard him? They always, it was always when Steph Curry had the yeah, ball. Yeah. Two or three players well, were always was, on
0: him. I was, um... I saw a post. I think it was yesterday. <laughs> this year, he 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 shot a lot of his shots with like two or three players. Three yeah. three players or so two or three players around. Even
1: him, so yesterday, like he went yeah. uh, was on the right side, yeah. ended up on the left side with yeah. like two people
2: chasing him and shooting threes. He hit that buzzer beater at halftime as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, Freak, so. he had Caruso, he had AD AD man. He had three of them.
0: And for me too, it's the age too. Like that's he's almost yeah. getting in like that vet sort of yeah, age, yeah. and to still be killing
1: it too. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't think Mb will get it, but I reckon it's between Curry and Jokic. All right. All right. Let's finish with our gratefuls. So, what guys? Uh, we do gratefuls every. We started this to finish the wrap. Wrap it up. What are you grateful for this week?
2: Um, for me, I'm I'm grateful for. And this might sound really bad, me saying this this way, but let me explain it afterwards <laughs> yeah, <okay>. So <laughs> hold the judgment. <laughs> but no, I'm actually really grateful for time away from my from my wife and my daughter. Um my wife and daughter, I flew them up to Queensland earlier this week just to spend time with um, you know, your sister George, yeah. and uh the family up there. And um, you know, I just feel like it has been really good just being able to get away and just be by myself, be be with my own thoughts. Um, you know, it's not that I'm ungrateful, or you know, loving the time away from them. It's, yeah. you know, I still really miss them. You know, cry myself to sleep every night. But um, I'm sure you'll love them uh, having them back anyway. Oh, bro, it's gonna, gonna be the bomb, man! Yeah. I can't wait till Monday. But you know, <laughs> I've, I've really just been grateful for just my personal time. Yeah, you know, and yeah. being able to have that opportunity yeah. to be with me and be with my own thoughts this yeah. week. Mm.
1: George, uh,
0: <laughs> this week I've been grateful for sleep. So. You boys know me. I love my naps. Love <laughs> <laughs> my so naps. Last weekend went up to Newcastle. Um,
1: Wrong weekend. Yeah, it was,
0: yeah. Went up. I was supposed to DJ. I thought it was last week, but it's this weekend.
1: <laughs> DJ two steps coming yeah. back, everyone.
0: Um, yeah, that whole weekend, I I didn't have a nap at all. So, mm-hmm. and I think it affected me for the the start of the week. I, I didn't yeah. feel refreshed like I usually do after a weekend. And yeah. yesterday I came home. Was it yesterday? The day before? Wednesday. Had a nap, I chose to have a nap instead of um spend time with with Daniel and Zeke, <laughs> and yeah, no, it's yeah, I was, gr- I was grateful for that. So yeah,
1: cool. Dan, what are you grateful for? Oh,
4: I'm just grateful for um my health in general. Yeah. Um yeah, I've got a few flaws at the moment which I'm working on, uh, but uh my girlfriend's. Shout out to her, by the way. Everyone's asking for <laughs> shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty dollars per shout out. There. Um, uh, my girlfriend had um, had a, like a checkup surgery, and lucky the, the result was pretty good. But I'm just grateful that um, my general health is pretty good, yeah. and I'm working on the rest of it too. And so uh, a to lo- there's in a the lot of gym? there's 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 a lot of yeah, definitely. And there's a lot of people out there who wish they could have those yeah, yeah. opportunities to like that gym was an option, but uh, they might have a disability or something. And um, I'm grateful that I that I have that general health. Like not many not many people are that fortunate. Yeah.
1: Ed? So. Um. Day off. Yep. Um. Been busy, really busy this term, but just having that day off to yep. do. <laughs> Nothing. Just chill around the house and sleep yeah. and just relax and get my energy back. Yeah. Was that um, Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. Was honestly needed. I think I need to do it more often. Cause yeah. You need that. The mm. school gets busy. Work yeah. gets like your life. Yeah, it does. Everything it always happens. But just having that day of the sleep. Reset. And, and reset. reset, yeah. yeah.
4: 100%. Because our being principle encourages it now as well. Like, people are sometimes a bit worried that it may... Um, ruin the perception of how people see them with their work ethic yeah. and stuff. But yeah. honestly we're in a human yeah. and we need to recharge our
0: batteries 100%, 100%.
3: So on the I
0: don't think we'll create it to work our whole lives too, so
3: Yeah, that's <laughs> no,
1: no way
0: um, just quickly before we finish I should have done this In the last episode But shout out to the boys At um, Glendale High That I used to go to school with hey. Wouldn't be here without you boys <laughs> uh? I know I promised last podcast I'd do it but I forgot So there's your shout out <laughs> yeah. Anyone well, else? I hope you
4: guys are going well um, I met your, yeah, I met you met your the boys, boys as yeah. well And I yeah. am yeah. um, look I look forward to seeing them Next time I'm yeah. Up, yeah. up at New yeah. too I'll 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 Are we going around doing
2: shout outs? Yeah, out yeah, to yeah let's go let's Jaws go. We'll Let's go, go. Uh, Big shout out to uh, to my wife Hey You know we love you, Jax Miss you. <laughs> Can't wait to see you on Monday, but uh, shout out to Nano, you know, messaged me <laughs> just before. <laughs> Hope she gets a shout out. So got you, bro. Got you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Any shout-outs or uh, Juliet. Yeah. Always there. Yep. Hey, nice. On my side.
1: All right. Guys, I just want to say thank you again for jumping on the podcast. Mm. been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you. Absolutely. Blessed. In a let's, blast. Let's link us out. Let's go.